Hello, everybody. Brian here of quantlabs.net. In this uh, podcast, I'm going to do something very different. I'm just doing this more as a test, like I've been doing for the last two weeks since I've joined uh, TrainView. Um, this one's more of a mindset kind of po uh, post. I found this article um, on New Trade U. I find this site has got some really good tips for us. <laughs> I don't want to say poor people, middle income, whatever, but this is a typical average Joe person. So this is an article again, newtraderletteru.com, newtraderu.com, escaping the rat race, middle-class money habits the block wealth. All right. So I want to discuss a topic near dear to his heart. Uh, we'll post five middle-class habits that block wealth creation and discussing how to break free from them. So uh, this is a rat race. So we probably know about it what, that we all despise. Uh, never-ending, self-defeating cycle in which individuals are trapped in a constant pursuit of making ends meet. Well, that's, I can relate to that, obviously. Phrase equates humans to rats attempting to earn a reward such as cheese in vain. I, I mean, these are the interesting things you never know about the history of where these terms come from. Cycle involves working long hours in a job, living paycheck to paycheck, and struggling to break free from financial mediocrity. People caught in the rat race prioritize short-term gratification such as buying liabilities and accumulating consumer debt over long-term wealth-building strategies like saving, investing, and this is the this is the big one. This is the key. If you were on my um, webinar last night on TradingView, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is acquiring cash flowing assets. I, I put that recommendation on that. You go to tradingview.com, look for my account, quantlabs.net, look under my stream. You know exactly what I'm talking about here. So middle class money habits that block wealth. First one is overspending. Well, these are the five you don't have time. Overspending, consumer debt, net prioritizing, saving and investing, or not prioritizing, no cash flowing, assets, and no business ownership. You, you see the hint here. The rat race is not for you. Uh, one main reason people find it difficult, this is overspending. When people find it difficult to escape the rat race is overspending. Very true. I know people that go on a diet and then uh, I'm going to do all my exercise and do it, eat salads and whatever. Two days later, they eat a box of chocolate. Um, middle class often falls into the trap of living paycheck to paycheck, spending on liabilities rather than acquiring assets. This lifestyle may seem comfortable initially, but it hinders your ability to accumulate wealth. Um, you recognize and cut unnecessary expense to escape the rat race, living within your means and invest in assets that will generate income and increase your net worth. It's not how much money you make, but how much money you keep and how hard it works for you. So true. Uh, if you spend more than you make, you'll always be broke and trapped in your current economic level. Personal finance is about the defense of not spending more than you make and the offense of increasing your income. So the first one is, and it is so true among Western society in both, I'd say more in Canada and U.S. where people have to have that bigger car, that fancier car that they clearly cannot afford. Uh, this is consumer debt. A uh, great enemy of financial freedom. Many middle income or middle class individuals, and there's fewer, fewer, fewer of middle class. They're going into poverty and more of them. I mean, a lot of it's all salary and base, but I'm sure this article will address that as well. 
But middle-class individuals on credit cards and loans to finance themselves. Yeah, that's probably more. And, and technically, they're on on a typical uh, balance sheet, they would be, or an income statement, be looked upon as being pretty well insolvent. Debt can be helpful, too, in certain situations. Consumer debt is wealth killer. Um, paying high interest rate on credit card and loans for things like, here, here's the key, what people spend on vacations, cards, and gadgets can seriously hinder your ability to save money and invest. So what they obviously, and this is obvious, and people will not uh, follow through on it, but break free from the trap, commit to paying off your high interest debt as quick as possible, and avoid taking on new consumer debt for things that won't add value to your financial future. Uh, so this is what the rich do. And I just did a podcast on what the single family officers are doing. Those are the billionaires. Uh, rich use debt to build wealth through business and real estate loans. While, um, yeah, so business and real estate loans, because that's money you're taking out as a loan that's working for you down the line. Okay. That's, that's, that's true. I could go into rental income and all that in a minute. Um, and, uh, so the middle class use debt to buy depreciating consumer assets that go down in value. The debt you should want to pay for things that you should go up in value, not things that cost you and go down in value. Cars is the big one. Um, not prioritizing and investing. Uh, so not prioritizing and investing, saving and investing. Uh, these are the cornerstones of wealth creation. Sadly, many middle class individuals treat these crucial habits as an afterthought. Um, I've got an example. I know a person they're missing out on the crypto. It's, it's gone up to over $30,000 uh, from just over 2000 That's overnight with Bitcoin. person says, ah, I can't be bothered. I'm going to wait till my strategies develop. But yet they're missing out on so much wealth creation. I mean, I was like that when Bitcoin in 2019 was like 5000 and a year or two years later, I went to uh, Bitcoin, but I was focused on all the technology and all this stupid stuff. And I should have been in in the markets live, in the markets, what I'm doing now, um, instead of sitting out working in, on the analytical paralysis analysis BS. Um, so to escape the rat race, you need to prioritize saving and investing, make a budget, allocate specific percentage of your income for saving and investment and stick to it. Pay yourself first and invest your financial education to make informed decisions on where to put your money. That's what I'm doing and I'm pretty well learning now being on TradingView. There's a lot more interesting indicators, over 100,000 of them on indicators I've never seen before. Namely, if you're doing Bitcoin, on-chain analysis indicators. I mean, woohoo, right? And that's already coded up. So you're learning a lot from that. And again, go to my webinar from last night doing that on my live stream. Um, so no cash flowing assets. Uh, to move out of the middle class, acquiring cash flowing assets is crucial. Cash flowing assets generate passive income, putting money in your pocket with mo much effort. So true. So true. Uh, middle class often lacks these assets, relying solely on earned income from their jobs. And it's not just that, but and I hate the guy. I don't. I just. But he does come up with some gems. The Cardones. You're basically trading time for money. So when you're in a job, you're you're trading your time 
for your employer to get paid in crumbs when your employer, or let's say if it's a startup, that employer sitting on the sidelines is making a lot of money off of your sweat equity that you are in the job and you're getting crumbs for the effort. Like for my case, if I'm doing software development for an employee or sorry, an employer, uh, my rate would be, let's say 165. And this is, yeah, this would have been in the 2005. If I'm charging 165 an hour for software development, um, for an employer and I go on there on the employer's, uh, client site. Uh, so this is now I'm hired as a contractor to an employer, right? I'm being paid as a contractor for that employer, 165 an hour. But yet that same employer then turns around and says, we're going to take this person we have on staff who's a contractor and put them on site over at the, uh, client site. Now they're charging $300 an hour. So even though my effort is, is worth to somebody at 165, I could have, I should have been able to find a way to go to the end client and charging 365 an hour. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm letting somebody else exploit me for the extra 200 an hour. And you multiply that out by 40, 60 to 80 hours a week times 200. That's money being lost by working for these employers when you should be working for the end client at that rate. Just as an example, that's my personal story 15 years ago. To break the cycle, focus on acquiring cash flowing assets such as real estate, true. Dividend stock, true. I agree with that. But not just that. Again, I'm dropping a hint here. Royalty income is the other big one that you want. I dropped that hint in my webinar last night on my live stream. Bond. Bonds, bonds, come on, man. Last year had the worst year in bonds and they're looking bad this year. Rental properties can be cash flowing. Okay, let's talk about rental income. Not so true. Rental income, I just talked to my neighbor. She's doing short-term income, meaning Airbnb in a four-bedroom house um, so she can duck the uh, long-term rental, meaning what we call in Ontario, the Landlord-Tenant Act, because it's very, very strict. Meaning, if your tenant decides to not pay and they pay you rent and you have to want to remove them to bring in somebody who will pay their rent, well, guess what? you got to wait it out for a tribunal. You can't just force them out. Meanwhile, they're not paying your rent, um, which is very high risk. And uh, you got to wait it out. I don't know, six months a year to get your tribunal date. So your tenants getting free rent. They should be paying your, 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 your into your mortgage that you're depending on. And at the same time, the tribunal may not even uh, work in your favor. So then what? You have a tenant, a deadbeat in your house under landlord tenant act that you can't remove by law. This is the province of Ontario. And I'm sure that could be mostly said to the, uh, socially friendly jurisdictions out there. So the rental income is very dangerous. And she came back with a very good tip. She said short-term income avoids the, uh, the, um, the, uh, riskier low-income tenants, uh, because those tenants can't get into, uh, into a regular condo rental because they're failing on a credit score or bad pass, whatever. So the, the, the landlord and homes and residences may 
not a blind eye to it, but not realize the the, the risk that they're taking and uh, bring in somebody uh, that may not end up paying the rent. So that's the risk you have with rental income. When they could break stuff. I've seen videos of people uh, uh, putting in cement into, into toilets, into sinks, destroying uh, high-end marble countertops. It's just, it's obscene what they do. Rental income to me is just, it's dangerous. And, and they call you at three in the morning to fix a toilet or a, a, ma- a meowing cat. Or all the stupid things that you would expect from that. Anyway, so 21st century cash flowing assets can be digital, like ebooks, e course, YouTube, and ch- uh, channels. Forget that, websites. And that's what I do. Um, uh, again, uh, some mention not here. If you want to do real estate, you could easily start looking into real estate income trusts. One that I like on YouTube is Jay Bravo. Really good. Uh, capital time investment can help create income streams, ultimately leading to financial freedom. Um, so there you go. There's some. And consulting as, as a self-employed can be pretty lucrative too, if you can show your chops. Uh, no business ownership. This is another big one. When you look at the wealthy, wealthy, super wealthy, they own businesses. They're not working for the man. They're, uh, the ones working for the man are not the wealthy ones. They're doing okay. Maybe the lawyers, the doctors, the dentists are doing okay, but they're not the extreme wealthy. They're the comfortable upper middle class. So if you're into that, follow those pursuits. Final wealth block and habit I want to discuss is lack of business ownership. Uh, many middle class individuals work for someone else. There you go. I just said trading time for money. I just said that too. While there's nothing inherently wrong with having a job, it's essentially to understand limitation of earned income. So earned income is all about that. You work for somebody else. You trade your time for money. That's earned income. And you pay a higher rate of tax on that, which we haven't even talked about as well. Being in the West, you know, in Canada, we pay 50. Some people are paying up to 64, 64% in tax. How is that wealth creation? Um, I could go on about my opinion about other things about Canada. And this is what I'm getting out. And I've got my tax, much lower tax region to be in. You have to pay tax for things like police and emergency services and your, your infrastructure in terms of your plant, of your water and that. Yeah, you have to pay that. Um, so owning a business, uh, can provide numerous benefits, tax advantages. True. Uh, cover control over your income. Very true. Uh, when, when the sales are there, but you just, diversify your marketing to reach new audiences like what I did on on trading view best choice in, in years you'll hear my response on that webinar last night and potential for a, pa- a passive income bing uh, consider starting a side hustle of pursuing entrepreneurship and diversifying your income uh and additional wealth building a lot of people are looking at things like drop shipping uh i've got somebody in my family doing Things like selling clothes from the equivalent, I'm, I'm assuming Goodwill, reselling those on uh, Posh Market. I, I'm, I don't know. She's clearing over 1100 selling that. So she's doing just as good as probably somebody slugging out in a, in a job. Um, this is an example. It's close to me as well. I'm pretty proud of that, uh, to be honest. Consider okay, so business pay their biz bills first and then taxes on their profit. Middle class pay their income taxes first and then their bills. I never thought of that. 
Businesses can give you leverage, and you can write off so much stuff as well, part portion of your house, so on and so forth. Businesses give you leverage with employees, sales, and income to become wealthy. Wealthy Wealth is built through the leverage of assets, employees, or building something of high value. Yeah, so your products that you put out, digital product, are your assets. And you can treat them like real estate because they earn income for you. Wealth is, uh, yeah, and that's all leveraging it too. Business does, does all these things. Business can be both cash flowing asset and creating an asset that can be sold for gains, as I said. So um, let's go through the key tips here or key takeaways. Um, let's recap here. Curb excessive spending. Focus on requiring asset instead of liability. Estimate, uh, sorry, eliminate high interest consumer debt uh, via credit card, obviously. Avoid new debt that doesn't contribute in your financial future. And everyone's going to go back to it. So you can drop off now if you're not taking it seriously. Prioritize saving and invest it, allocating by specific portion of your income. Uh, seek out cash flowing assets to create multiple streams of income. Embrace entrepreneurship and business ownership to diversify your income and enjoy the benefits of being your own boss. So true. I, that That's the best thing out there. If I want to screw off like it is summer, coming 20 plus degrees out, I can go screw the pooch um, in a park or whatever and earn money while I sleep kind of thing. That's great. Once you get that running. Um so uh, embrace entrepreneurship and business ownership and diversify your income. Enjoy the benefit of being your own boss. Um, again, when you're in the West, you see a lot of these uh, younger folks. and uh, They just want money from the government for free. They want everything for free. There's the quiet quitting and all that nonsense. Sorry, that don't work. And eventually things are going to collapse. There's more talk of it. And eventually, you're going to end up in a police state. Congratulations. Great job. Awesome. You did a wonderful job. And you got the kids and the grandkids suffering because because you're building out an awesome future. Good job. By addressing these middle class money habits that block wealth, you could begin to shift your financial mindset, take control of your financial future. Escaping the rat race is possible, but requires intention, discipline, and commitment. And commitment <laughs> people don't have to continuous learning and growth. Very true. Um, I'm in my 50s and I'm constantly learning. I want to I get the feedback. Remember, a journey to financial freedom is not a sprint, but a marathon. Don't be discouraged by setbacks. Learn by them. Uh, keep pushing forward. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Share your goals and aspirations and open to learning from their experiences and ex expertise. Embark on this journey. I encourage you to invest in the financial education and seek resources to help you Make informed decisions about your money. By doing so, you'll be on your way to escaping the rat race and achieving the financial uh, freedom you deserve. Okay, so that's just what we learned there. My next podcast will be on good old Bitcoin. That's jumped well over $2,000, $1,500 overnight. So I'm going to do a webinar on that. Uh, sorry, podcast on that. See you there. Again, if you want to know more what I do, go over to quantlabs.net slash banking. I got a whole slew of videos on this sort of stuff. As I said, I'm doing this video as a test on the mindset thing to seeing if people respond to this. If so, great. I'll continue to do more. If not, well, I'll just do the boring stuff. Over and out. Later.